0: Hi, this is John Dupre. You're listening to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute.
1: Hi, I'm Michelin Sisti, and you're listening to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Minute, and you
0: can be finding me at one twenty
1: You're listening to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute with Rachel, Scott, and Adam. And, well, I never met him because he was digging out a basement, but it was Chris, and I am Michelangelo, and I have this to say. Wise men say, forgiveness is divine but never pay full price for late pizza!
2: Hi everyone, and welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are finishing our conversation about the 1991 live-action Ninja Turtles sequel, The Secret of the Ooze. Four minutes at a time. <laughs> Several <laughs> minutes at a time. So many. we so tired. The minutes at a time. <laughs> the rest of this. <laughs> There's
3: no minutes left. This is all is th- all you get.
2: Chris, I think you just named the
3: episode.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am Scott Tofty along with me uh, for one last time this season. Our fantastic Turtle co-hosts, Chris O'Connor. Cow Diddly Bunga. Uh, Rachel Gatlin. Hello. And Adam Sheehan. Hello. Hello, one last time. Um. So, yeah, we, we did 81 through 83 last week. Uh, and I, we've had some scheduling things because I was on vacation. So our sort of daily thing kind of hit a speed bump. And then we got, you know, back to recording and we were like, you know what? We just have credits. So let's just do them all in one big, uh, one big fell swoop here. So that's what we're doing, everybody. It's the last four credits and season finale spectacular insert theme song here. It's the end of the show. (laughs) I feel great. I feel fine. I feel good. (laughs) um yeah so i mean 84 to 88 like i said it's it's credits it starts with credits and it ends with uh, i guess the movie ends spoiler with the new line cinema logo which i don't ever realize that it ended
1: with the the new line logo that's how a lot of credits end i know i don't think i pay attention to a lot of credits though you don't because we don't because american (laughs) audiences like as soon as the credits start well before marvel came along and tricked us Uh, we all just left when the credits started. It was one of the funniest things. Like when I was in Japan, like I went to go see the last samurai, which was an experience to see in Japan. Um, and, and, uh, when the credits started up on that movie, I stood up and realized I was the only human being standing. It was a, it was a packed theater and, and I just looked around and i was like, oh, oh, we sit through the whole thing. Okay. And I sat down very quietly with everyone else and we watched the entire credits. And every time I saw a movie in Japan, you sit through the entire credits very politely and you respectfully thank everyone for what they did in making the film you just
2: saw. You know, kind of as it should be. Like You you spend your money to go see this giant piece of art and you you should at least sit through the credits. Yeah. Yeah. My my
0: friend's sister would do it before post-credit scenes were a thing. Yeah, And she would... (laughs) <laughs> she would applaud everyone and say, good job, everyone. <laughs> oh I, uh,
3: I'll, I'll sit through the credits if I know someone who worked on the film. Yeah. That's well, happened a
2: few that times. That seems fair.
0: But like yeah. we we're seeing like Pirates of the Caribbean, and we're like Tanya, we need to go home.
1: <laughs> You're making but, a scene. It's like 12 minutes long.
3: <laughs> but there are actually a lot of people who do that. when When I used to work in movie theaters, I used to I used to refer to them as Jay Shermans. Yeah, <laughs> because like the end credits of uh, The Critic. Nice, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah. I'm stuck to uh, there was fair. before, <laughs> before I went to Japan, there was like one time, there was like one thing, like when I worked in a uh, movie theater in like 98, when I was like in high school is, you know, you had to test the thing out make sure everything was fine. Somebody had to sit through the whole thing and make sure it was all there. And so I got to do the sixth sense at like one o'clock in the morning and I had to I sit to through do that, that every, every all by week. my, all by myself. And like, I didn't know it was kind of like it at the, the little bit at the end credits where he goes like, uh, I can't, it's in Spanish, but like, you know, I don't want to die. And I was just like, ah, God, and I had to walk home. It was terrible. Yeah, I, I, that used Yo to be no my.
2: muerto.
3: used to be my every Thursday night. I would uh, I'd put the prints together and then I would I'd stay late on Thursday and watch them. Wow, nice. nice. And yeah, when it was like a spooky movie, and like <laughs> I worked at this like hundred year old theater, that place
0: was haunted, and I was the last
3: <laughs> person there. And the the thing I used to hate the most is I would I'd be about to close, yeah, and the alarm wouldn't. Set because the all the way in the very back of the theater, uh-huh. emergency exit was a little bit ajar. Uh, oh God! Oh my! There was
0: also a lamp that was shaped like a person.
1: <laughs> that would get me for every some now reason, and,
0: again. and like it freaked me out on, on many occasions. So, I knew it was there.
1: So, what was the scariest one that uh, that you had to to watch and like go home at like three in the morning?
0: Um.
3: I can't remember. Wait, when, uh, when Probably you actually, probably The Shining. I had to like essentially re-edit a print of The Shining. It was in such bad shape. Oh. And then by the time I was done uh, putting it together and screening it, it was like 4.30 in the morning.
1: Mm. Okay. You know, I'm going to go ahead and uh, make a, a terrible confession here as a little movie dork. Uh, I haven't actually watched all of that movie. You should. Yeah. I know. I, I That's what I've heard. The, bo- see, the book is If I'm going to see Doctor Sleep, I should see it. Yeah.
0: The book is better, but the movie is great.
3: But, uh, I mean, I have I have legit ghost stories I could share, but that's for a different show. <laughs> that legit place ghost was,
1: stories with Adam and Rachel.
3: That place was spooky. That, if
1: that is not a podcast, that should be a podcast. Legit ghost stories, you.
2: <laughs> really real ghost stories.
1: <laughs> Every episode starts with, you guys are
2: never going to believe this. <laughs> My we'll brother's own- cousin's
1: sister's friend's former roommate once said that she saw that something... All right.
0: We'll have our own version of uh, ghost adventures.
1: There you go. There but you there's go. there's
3: one that that I've I've since called The Tale of the Ghost Who Hated Igmar Bergman. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> well now you have to tell us.
0: Yeah, just just tell it. It's, it's a good story. I'll
3: try I'll try to condense this into the short um podcast. We, we only have like an hour, so yeah. All right. Well
0: <laughs>
2: I I was
3: working on a print of um I believe it was it was either wild strawberries. Or scenes from a marriage. I can't remember which Bergman movie it was. But everything that could have gone wrong with this print went wrong. And, and even when it shouldn't have. Like it, I kept having to fix it and kept having to fix it. And uh, we finally got it on the screen. We showed it to an audience. It even went down twice during the actual show. It was just a nightmare of a print. Jeez. Fast forward to like three or four months later. Um, since it was such an old theater, people used to come in and visit who used to work there. And this guy came in. He was like, yeah, I used to work here in the 70s. Did you know about the guy who died in the booth? And we all look at each other what? and I was like, I didn't know about the guy who died in the booth. He <laughs> goes, yeah, he died of a heart attack um, during a show. And nobody, nobody realized until the changeover didn't happen and someone went up to check on him. And then me, me and my one manager friend look at each other and I was like, do you happen to know what movie it was? <laughs> and he goes it was igmar berkman scenes from a marriage
2: <laughs> oh my <laughs> well that's terrifying yeah i didn't go in the booth alone for like a week after that <laughs> nobody goes in the booth alone <laughs> always buddy system in the booth from now on everybody yeah, so that's booth that's a ghost who hated igmar Bergman. <laughs>
1: that's great. yeah right um So So Ninja Turtles, right? So Ninja Ninja
2: Turtles. Turtles. That's what we're here for. Um, A couple of things I wanted to talk about that happen in the credits. Number one is uh, the Turtles soundtrack. Uh, There's a lot of really interesting music in the credits, none of which are in the actual film anywhere. Huh. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of, it, it makes me wonder, what is your opinion of throwing
1: songs in the credits
2: of a movie that have nothing to do with the movie?
1: Like how it'll show up on the soundtrack, but it wasn't in yeah. the film. Um, I don't know. I mean, sometimes, like, because when I was a kid, like, with uh, no tasted music, I would just buy, like, uh, the soundtracks to movies and they're like are... songs inspired by oh, those, yeah, soundtracks. Oh, yeah. 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 Like yeah, the definitely. Space Jam
2: soundtrack, which was great, by the way. The yeah. X Files soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know how I feel. Like, it to me, it just seems like. They know they're going to have, like, six minutes at the end of this thing of just words rolling by, and they need to fill it with something. You know? did the, it, How much of a promotional boost do these songs give to the movie, or does the movie give to the artist? I've always been curious. Well,
0: I, I mean, t- look at Titanic. Like, not only was that movie a big hit, but that Celine Dion song was inescapable.
2: Right, but that song also featured in the film at points, or at least the the, the instrumental versions. The theme is, yeah.
0: It uses it uses themes, musical themes from the movie.
2: I which think, like to me, that's a little different because it's okay. borrowing, and we'll we'll talk about this specifically because right. there is a song that does that in well, these credits, but yeah. it's borrowing like melodic content. Chris, I go th- ahead.
1: I think there's like a really easy way to answer it, at least in this instance. Why don't you go ahead and tell us which songs are on the soundtrack that uh, we not that didn't appear in there, and we'll tell you whether or not the movie helps the song more than the song helps the movie <laughs> or vice versa. Okay. Uh, so I'm looking. So I'm in minute 88 of the credits right now, where they list
2: the the pop songs that are okay. in the film. So Ninja. Rap— Okay. is in there. Uh and I think we talked about this before. It's actually co-written by the screenwriter of the film. Mm-hmm. He's got a writing credit. Ninja,
1: on it. ninja rap uh I mean like that doesn't that song doesn't exist without the movie. The movie would exist without the song, but in this instance I think it the it, in this case the song helps the movie. Right. Uh Creatures of Habit by
2: Spunkadelic which <laughs> I
1: think movie helps is, the
2: song. I think is a credits only. Yeah, no, that not, was
3: actually in the, movie. That I think one was I, in the movie. I think I may have mentioned that one. Okay, yeah.
2: okay. Well, uh, uh, movie helps find, the song. Find the key to your life by Kathy Dennis. Okay, maybe. we talked about that. Yeah, movie helps the song.
3: Okay, this uh, world. I think song helps the movie in that sense. Uh, that Kathy one, Dennis is she was the one
1: at the beginning? The um, like we found her music video and yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, maybe yeah. Oh yeah, she was. She's she like, was. She's been writing like uh, like pop hits for the last like twenty years. Yeah, yeah.
2: She has star power. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Um, this world, uh, performed by Magnificent Seven. That's during, that's played in the club. Yep. Uh, uh which it's just background noise, so uh, appropriate. I mean, movie helps the song. Yeah. Awesome. You are my hero by Yakid K, which is the I think that's the mic check one two one two. That's that's music helps movie. Yeah, that one I would say is almost an identical th- like a, a theme. It, yeah. you hear it at the last instance of the, you know, footage on the screen. So that that counts.
1: Yeah,
3: but oh. yeah, I don't think any any of these songs
2: aside from Yakid K, weren't in the movie. Well, just wait because there are some. Um, okay, we have Move by Tribal House. We talked about that one. We did. Yeah. Back to school, was that in the movie? Yeah, I remember I read the lyrics, really absurd lyrics. Yeah, my trap,
1: my trap, my keeper brings all the kids to the yard,
2: and then
3: that's playing during the um, the Dumbo scene.
2: And then, That's Your Consciousness. Wow, maybe you guys are correcting me here. That's Your Consciousness by Dan Hartman, which actually is co written by John Dupre because it borrows the Turtles 2 theme. Uh, Mm. oh, yeah, that's that's Mm. that's the opening that's the opening scene, right? But this is a pop song based off of that.
3: Hmm. Um, Maybe just, that, it that one was probably
2: just on the soundtrack,
3: right? That's, but I I think just that and Yakid K were the only ones that weren't in the movie. And Yakid K, technically, since the credits are part of the movie, <laughs> it's in the movie.
2: <laughs> I I I guess I thought there was more in the credits that weren't in the film but by the way guys i'm doing that thing i did last season where i'm trying
3: to scroll through the credits with my mouse <laughs> mm. good luck with that bud bud
2: um he's
0: he, he's trying <laughs>
2: it's failing
3: <laughs> well adam keep scrolling
2: <laughs> the next thing i want to look at is just the special thanks in minute 88 because there's a couple interesting things in here uh, number one, they get to thank Brian Henson, which I don't okay. really know why they thank Brian Henson when the Henson Company has so much stake in this film.
1: Um, I don't know how. Wait, is Brian Henson uh, Jim Henson's son? Yeah, or... that his, his son. Okay, and at this time, how involved was he? Like, what was he doing? So, I think Jim. Died either was it before the making of this movie or after? Just before, I think.
2: Yeah, I think he died after the first one came out. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we had talked about early on that the Henson family was not particularly happy with the way the first movie turned out at all. Well, we know Jim, and they weren't happy. They weren't happy with the tribute at the beginning of this movie, also.
1: Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right.
2: Um. So that's. That's that thing. The other thing I would like to point out is uh, the guy who is in Spotted Horse Reproductions that they thanked. His name is John G. Aerosmith. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> no A-R- relation. R- Dude, like a lady. A-R-R-A Smith. John oh. G. Aerosmith. 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 Ah. listen to some Aerosmith on the radio. Arismith.
1: What <laughs> accent would that be? What, that's what? A, That's that sounds Ted like- Kennedy. James G Aerosmith, some Aerosmith at my heart, my card, car it Yard. Although I can kind
0: of picture Mark Maron saying Aerosmith.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that almost sounds like a South Philly kind of thing. Aerosmith.
0: Yeah, Aerosmith.
1: We're gonna go see the Aerosmith.
3: Aerosmith.
0: I knew someone who called it Aerosmith, like they pronounced the word arrow.
3: Like someone who makes arrows. Yes. an arrow. That's
0: an, an, an arrow, right? Like, no, that's that's not that's not the band. You
2: you, <laughs> you do know someone that says it like that because that's how I say Aerosmith.
0: No, no, no. You you say arrow. This was like arrow, like a very long a. Arrow. Oh, I
3: Arrowsmith. guess okay. Fair. Aero. I, it's like it's like people who say Mario.
0: <laughs> Super Mario <laughs> Brothers.
3: It's a me Mario.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just thinking here about. Movies that have songs in it and whether or not the song helps the movie. And for some reason, I'm thinking of City of Angels, probably because that Alanis oh, Morissette song came on. That was
1: oh. a music
3: helps movie kind of thing. Yeah. The,
1: yeah. the, the, the music on that, I, because, yeah, a lot of the music on that helped that movie. That was really yeah,
0: good. Yeah. Like, because Peter Gabriel was on that soundtrack, Jimi Hendrix,
3: was and uh, that Goo Goo Dolls song? The Goo, yeah, Goo, Goo Dolls,
0: Dolls. Song. That,
1: Yeah. That was that song, that was their first big hit, wasn't it? No. Oh, is it Iris?
0: Yeah, that wasn't their first hit. Their the first, first hit was the first one I remember, like 92, it's, 93, something it's like that.
3: Probably their biggest hit. Yeah, that song was an entire summer. That,
1: like, that, that was Googled like a year. A year. Yeah. yeah, I think that was that's, that was at homecoming, like the, the following year. <laughs> I
0: still hear that on the radio, but I don't ever hear that Alanis Morissette song, and I think that's the stronger song.
1: Mm.
3: You also opinion. have a, a bit of an Atlantis Morissette bias. In I, that do. I do. I
2: <laughs> do. <laughs> but um, I would agree with you. I, I would like to point out a couple of other things in the thanks. James Wyatt of Hummingbird Toy Company. Do you guys know what make uh, what, what they make?
1: What do they make?
0: H- do they make hummingbirds? No, Hogs? they make
1: yo-yos. Ah, really appropriate, right? Oh yeah, I think I recognize <laughs> that brand. Like from back when uh, uh, Yo-Yos like had that brief moment of popularity in the '90s. Yeah,
2: the one that they get like
1: every decade or so. Yeah,
2: 1991. The there was like apparently a flood in the late '80s and '91. He sold 70 percent of his share of the company. They almost completely abandoned Yo-Yos in favor of Thomas the Tank Engine and Friends wooden railroad sets in 1992. Oh, that would actually work out. Ooh. Uh, everything was outsourced to China in '95, and then later in '95, they closed their doors. So, yada yada yada. Some lead paint. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris, you'll like this one. I'm going to quiz you on this one. Do All you right. know what Macho
1: Products Incorporated is? Macho Products, yeah. I just googled oh, man. it, man. Um, Uh, I, 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 I'm like tempted to, to say something about Randy Savage, but I think macho products, I think macho products might be, um, that might've been an old company that made like, uh, martial arts gear. You are dead on. They're still around. It's sparring gear. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah. Those red pads. Yeah. Those, those those stupid hand and foot pads uh, that I hate so much.
0: What a missed opportunity for Randy Savage to not have a product line called Macho Ge- What's the
2: company? Macho, Macho, products? Macho products? Macho Products. Yeah. 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 I
1: thought yeah. that, they- yeah. The only, the only, the only, uh, like, copies of those that I saw, like, were really old. They were all beat up. So I thought, I thought, I didn't think it still existed. What
3: would, what would they make, Rachel?
0: Bandanas.
3: Bandanas, sunglasses, and uh-huh. finger B-jurky. tape.
0: Yeah. And, like, little They would buy dolls. out
1: Slim
3: but yeah, that white hockey tape that he had like all yeah. over him.
0: Some kind of Slim Jim knockoff.
3: <laughs> oh, God.
0: Oh. And some kind of Zubaz knockoff.
3: <laughs> uh, beef S- slims. Beef
2: slims. <laughs> Slender Joe. <laughs> Slender Joe. So the last thing I'm seeing here that kind of piques my interest first off dunkin donuts gets the things which is funny because dunkin donuts i don't think is in the movie anywhere
0: no it's that knockoff generic brand of donut
2: but Man. uh
3: they probably ran on duncan <laughs> <laughs> as as uh, americans <laughs> tend
2: to do that Get was out. so quick. I would have thought you rehearsed it. Well, that done. was great. Well done. <laughs> if you guys are not listening to Adam's, uh, upcoming <laughs> podcast tales from the short box, can I plug it now? Yeah. I think that's going to be a lot of fun.
3: Yeah. It's going to be a, it's going to be a weekly comics podcast. We're still
2: hammering out the details. But. But, uh, keep your eye on TMNT com and duelinggenre.com And I'm uh, you should, you should follow Adam over there. It's going to be good. Um, but the other thing is Bandit Lights. Mm. Ah. Now, I initially thought this had to be some sort of cigarette company. Yeah, mm. no, no. Or a sneaker? It's not. I think I it's actually it has to a do lighting with, like, company. Lighting. yeah,
3: yeah. It's probably cinema lighting. I think I,
2: I think I recognize that name. So, Bandit Lights, L I T E S, uh, is a lighting company for concert lighting, and it's yeah. apparently celebrating 50 years. So I'm wondering Ooh. if this is the company that set up the Dockshore Club that stage would make lighting. Sense. Yeah. yeah, regular if, or menthol? <laughs> <laughs> if I had to guess. It uh, does
0: kind of sound like a sneaker company though. Yeah. Bandit Lights. It's
2: SKNights. Like BK,
0: <laughs> BK Nights. Oh man. Oh, what? that's the one. Right. I wanted a pair of BK Nights so bad.
2: Oh my god, we've had that conversation <laughs> we, before we too. Have. We that, have.
3: That's going all the way back to like episode yeah, 1. Yeah,
0: like season 1, yeah.
2: Oh <laughs> Grief. And it all comes real, around. Real callback there. Well done. <laughs> um but that's the end of the thank yous and then we get second the, time uh, around.
3: the, yeah, the hey. second time hey <laughs> we get
2: the mpaa thing we get the nobody in this movie is real so don't sue us thing <laughs> then we get minute 89 which is really just 30 seconds <laughs> and uh the movie is uh over ends with new line cinema and that's it. That's the end of the
1: movie.
2: So, this is the let's let's get into the grand finale section, shall we? All right, all right. Cue the
1: fireworks. Um,
2: takeaways. Let's go around the table, and I want to know where do you guys sit with your opinion of this movie now after analyzing it for a year, minute by minute, versus when we started and Chris I want to end with you because it's might be the most drastic seeing as you hadn't watched it in 20 years but let's start with Rachel
0: okay um I always felt that this movie was weaker than the first one I think I said in the beginning that it's like reheated pizza like it's still good but it's not as good as the original pizza um there's a lot more in it than I remembered and a lot more substance than I remembered but it's still a sequel it suffers from sequelitis and it's really dumbed down because this movie is for kids.
2: All right, succinct. Um, I like it.
0: But, you know, I still have an appreciation for it. I still think it's like reheated pizza, but there's <laughs> nothing wrong with reheated pizza.
2: Sometimes you need reheated pizza. I was in Florida yeah. recently because, you know, how our episodes were delayed and everything. Yeah. And I was I was like, man, you know what I haven't had in forever? Pizza Hut. Just mm. have that crappy Pizza Hut pizza, Ooh. so I ordered it, and I was like, this hit a very particular spot. <laughs> Did you get the stuffed crust? No. God, no. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm one of those weirdos that likes
3: cold pizza, though.
2: I love uh, cold pizza, man. Cold my pizza son is loves it. Co- cold leftovers, period. Like, I eat cold spaghetti. I don't know I, why. I will say that reheated pizza, microwaved pizza, is inferior to just cold pizza out of the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not one of those guys that has the time to like throw it in a frying pan again. Yeah, so good. Yeah, uh, Adam, you how uh, how are you sitting now with this film versus when we started? Uh, I'd still defend it if someone was talking smack about it. Like, uh, like I thought I was going to have to do a lot this year, but <laughs> I remember at the end of last season and the beginning of this season, you're like, "I'll fight someone." <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, st- <laughs> I still will, but like, I feel like everybody, everyone we've talked to about this has. Like it it starts with a respect for this movie. Like we all deep down really enjoy it. And then you can kind of take a step back and go, okay, but it's kinda it's kinda not great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like I still have that that baseline respect. Uh there's some character things that I had never noticed before, like Donatello. I never noticed just how weird his character is in this movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, stuff like Raph kind of not having much of a role, Leo having zero role in this movie. There's also a lot of like little bits and pieces of charm that I never really noticed before. Like aha ninjas, one of them, (laughs) Um, just these, these tiny little bits. Uh, What was the other thing? Um, Oh, uh, 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 the professor just sneaking off at the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like th- there are these little these little bits and little pieces that I that I took out of it this time that I that I never saw before, and I think I think I like it more, even more.
2: All right, all right. So Rachel, you're kind of on the same plane, like it same amount, and Adam likes it a little more. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. I'm going to go me and then Chris, because I think Chris is going to have the most interesting stuff to say. Um, (laughs) Great. Thanks. No pressure. Well, no pressure. Um, So as as I remember starting this film, I was apprehensive and not a fan. I think I came into it disliking it a fair amount. Um, And I think actually doing the first podcast made me like this one less. Doing season one for the 90s movie... uh, And just realizing how much I really enjoyed everything about that film, before I even watched this one again, made me come into this one a lot more cynical. Um, That being said, I do think that, I've probably said it a hundred times, this to me is a completely different movie. It's almost set in a different universe, despite all the sequelitis, despite a lot of visual cues. It's just so tonally different that I almost can't put it in the same category. So... Kind of like you, Adam, I feel like I I appreciate this movie. It has a special place in my heart because it's probably the one I watched the most. Yeah. Um, And it's fun. It's This is what a Ninja Turtles movie should have been for a kid like me, a kid who grew up watching the cartoon. Like, this is the movie that I was waiting to see, right? Mm. Um, A kid who grew up with the first movie and then learned about the comics and then gravitated to that side of it a little more. That's why this movie doesn't resonate. In, in that way, you know. I was sort of I was I was steered off the road by the darker turtles at some point in my life. But I think this is a fantastic adaptation of the, of the 87 cartoon and that's kind of where I'm sitting with it. So, I think I like it more.
1: Chris. Okay, <laughs> well, um jeez, uh you you've built me up so much that I feel as though I need to to try well, Let's to try let's, to meet your expectations. Let's um, recap where were you when of, this podcast started? So when this podcast started, I had not watched this movie in about uh uh Per not 20 years, like 15 years. Like I think I uh, as a kid, we would, we would have it on, uh, you know, as, as I said in our first episode of this season that, you know, it was on all the time. It was on at sleepovers. It was on when we were just hanging out at people's houses. It would always be on at grandma's house when all the cousins were over for the summer. And, you know, every day we would turn on the TV and we'd be running around throwing water balloons, but turtles would be on in the background. Um, so I, I, I have a deep nostalgia and affection, um, and, and, and joy for this movie. I, I really, um, I still, you know, I, it's not having done this hasn't ruined it for me. Um, so there is that hooray. Uh, I was really worried. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I told anybody about my experience of like rewatching like the original first season of GI Joe cartoons, but Oh man, that was bad. Uh, yeah, those aren't good. <laughs> those, those are not good. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I can very Clearly, see uh, you know why uh, you know the the last, frankly, like the last decade or so of of uh, genre movies of of sci fi, fantasy, comic book stuff has sort of ruined our expectations. Like it used to be that that and and this movie is a part of the old formula of the sequels always suck. Um, and and there's a reason that was cliche for so long because you know I mean this one I mean it doesn't it doesn't suck. But it's not as good as the first one. it just isn't um in fact, like uh, when we even got started on doing the first one and we we decided to do this podcast, you know this this whole idea, I kind of went into the first one, sort of thinking of the first one largely you know the way I think about the second of being you know being like this is just a thing that I watched a lot as a kid, and it was always on, and you know it was fun, and this will be fun and nostalgic, but you know the first one was is a much better movie. Um, and the second is, you know, it'll be fun. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch it with my sons. Uh, I look forward to doing that in a couple of years. Um, and, uh, I'm sure they're going to love it and I will get, I will have positive feelings about it. But, you know, if I were to take a film class and had to write about the pitfalls of sequels or, you know, uh, give me an example of a successful bad movie, you know, I, I might, (laughs) I might do this one. All right. (laughs)
3: Um what, what was it like watching a movie this way? Like normally when we do these podcasts, you you pre-watch it. I think I've watched this movie two or three times from start to finish during this it, process.
1: Yeah. Hmm. It was I don't know, it was, it was kind of uh it was a little thrilling in a way. Like like uh I I, ima- I have to imagine it would be very different to do it with a movie you've simply never seen. And yeah. that would be an interesting experience. I, I think somebody out there has done that. I can't remember which one, but anyway, but, but it was, you know, there were, there were times where I was just, where I kind of got excited to be like, what's the next minute going to be? What's going to happen? Do I remember correctly the way this movie went? And, you know, there were, there were like a few little like sort of bits and pieces where you guys could ask me like, what do you think this is going to be, Chris? And I'm like, I genuinely don't know. <laughs> it's, it's going to be a turtley surprise. And I'm so excited.
2: Um. <laughs> I'd be curious to hear your opinion when you watch the movie straight through, like in actually eighty nine minutes to <laughs> to see how the narrative flows because that's the one thing is we we took so long doing this we did we, that it it had to be hard to remember certain parts or to call back to earlier minutes.
1: Kind of, yeah. There is that's definitely a, a part of it and a part and, and an element of it and maybe you know I I shouldn't. Uh, sort of cast aspersions on a thing that I haven't watched in its entirety, the way that it's meant to be watched. Um, you
2: uh, mean it's not meant to be watched
1: like this? No, no, I don't <laughs> Over think. Over the span of an I entire year. <laughs> <laughs> I welcome wonder, to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles there, minute year. There's <laughs> got to be some some art exhibit out there somewhere where some artist is just like, I will upload my one minute of footage <laughs> once every year, and you will be grateful, plebeians.
3: Uh, if I ever get a movie release, this is how I'm releasing it.
1: <laughs> and um, then,
3: and then I'm I'm going to also do a corresponding movies by minute <laughs> podcast that comes out the
2: same day. That's awesome. <laughs> That's great, um, That's Chris. Great. What do you think is like your number one takeaway from this podcast? I mean, we've we've had a lot of things go on this year, and a lot of guests, and <sighs> uh, you know, quote unquote off screen things. What's the the biggest thing? doing the show for you this year?
1: The biggest thing doing this show, um, oh man. Well, you know, so much happened outside of the show uh, so that I, I I can't really help but not have that sort of be a part of what I got out of the show. Um, It's all valid. As much as, uh, as as much as I, 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 you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 is uh, the lesser Um, it was, it was fun and it was, uh, this podcast and this experience of, of, uh, looking at it a minute at a time and being able to talk to you guys and to talk to our guests and, you know, all the interaction that we've had on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Facebook uh, listener group, uh, has all been, been great. And it's something that I've absolutely needed, um, uh, considering, you know, having a fire that burned up that, you know, the house and, and all the the turmoil and the new job and just having to take care of two small kids and I've I've really appreciate I've I've really appreciated having this time to, to talk to you guys and um and to be able to sit down and, and drink a beer and just be like Ninja Turtles. Yeah. <sighs> I mean I'll I'll yeah, you get sympathize. to kinda of
3: ground yourself every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah I'll yeah. sympathize with you there because now the weird thing for me is that this this movie and and our podcast has now happened it's 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 linked itself uh with you know my mom passing away and all that stuff yeah. that happened right in the middle of this podcast and you know i sort of developed this like compulsive need to just keep working on this thing once yeah. we got rolling again and it was you know i you know, scheduling and kind of like bugging everyone to upload audio and getting guests together and like reaching out for interviews like it was it was therapeutic in a way that i got to do all that stuff um and it 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 forever sort of changed the way that I'm going to experience this movie from now on mm. which is kind of, you know, bittersweet. Uh mm. more sweet than bitter. Uh and again, you know, the the Facebook group, we've had some really great commentary in the Facebook group and some some excellent new people have joined and you know, sharing their creative talents and all sorts of stuff. Yeah.
1: It was just so weird. Like, as as we're recording this, um, you know, uh, I guess just a couple of days before we release it, but, like, just last week, we had somebody, like, pop in who's just like, I'm on episode 40, and, like, and you know, I'm having a great time. And I'm like, <laughs> of the first season. Wow, of the first <laughs> yeah. season, I know. Yeah. I'm just like, this is so cool. I really... Hey, uh, shout out to you. Be sure to uh, pop into the Facebook group and say that you just heard this part yeah, a couple months from now. Yeah, leave us a review on now. iTunes. <laughs> a couple of months from now. Um, but over... Over
3: the last couple of weeks, I've had a bunch of people I know just come up to me and go, I finally got around to listening to your yeah, show. Yeah,
0: two, two separate occasions. It was our, our friend the other night, and yeah. then another friend told me the same thing. Yeah.
2: That's, that's nice. nice. That's yeah. crazy. Um, Adam, your your big takeaway from this season uh, doing the show, what's the thing that, is, that has tickled your fancy the most?
3: Well, we we tapped into something very special on this show. Um, I remember when, when you guys... I guess I guess Rachel approached me about yeah. this, or actually, did I did I muscle my way into this?
0: It was a little of both. I was think. I just like me too? I'm doing this with you. Shut up. <laughs> I don't remember.
3: <laughs> but like when we started doing this, there was part of me that I, I really love the minute by minute format. I love the whole idea. But like right before we start, like we actually released the the first few episodes of the first season. There's part of me that went like, man, I wish we had gotten to one of the the quote unquote better movies that, that people had already done. Like I mm. wanted Ghostbusters. I wanted, you know, there was a bunch of, of things that were way above this on my list, but what I've learned from this content, what I've learned from this franchise and its fan base is it's, it has this just enormous dedicated fan base and, yeah and everyone involved like like everyone who worked on these films everyone who worked on the shows and comics and everything they're all amazing they're all really generous and we've we got to meet some really awesome people doing yes yeah. that is so true. i i think that's my main takeaway like, like getting to talk to robbie risk getting to talk to to michelle and sisti like those were huge for me yeah 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 um, especially Michel and Sissy just because of the work I've done prior to this and and getting to, you know, kind of hear yeah. that side of things I, from him was I want to
2: talk fun. specifically about some of those interviews in a minute, so let's circle around back to that. Um but Rachel, I want to get your input on the the thing that's uh stuck with you about doing the show this year.
0: Oh, um As we've mentioned before, Adam and I bought a house this year and I've never been more stressed out and <laughs> tired and just (laughs) I I never want to go through this process again
2: (laughs) I want to point out to people that in our first season we recorded five episodes on a Monday night we would sit down on Monday and we would do all five episodes of the week in a single night this year we did about (laughs) three episodes yeah. in a night and then tried to schedule the remaining two whenever we could. And even yeah. then Rachel sounded exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she says that too,
3: as we're sitting in the middle of an unfinished room.
0: Yeah. Like there's still <laughs> stuff we need to do, but this kind of kept me on pace in a weird way. Cause it was always something we had to do that. We were getting it done and, no matter how difficult it was, we still were able to get it done.
3: Yeah. And the minutes getting higher meant we were making progress somewhere yeah. and it kind of, it kind of keeps you moving,
2: keeps you going. Yeah. It seemed like we went from like minute 60 to minute 80 in no time. Yeah.
0: In yeah. Like no time. We did. And I, I've said this before, but having unsuccessful podcasts in the past, it's really, <laughs> <laughs> it's really humbling to have something that people actually enjoy and listen to. And interact with and Uh -uh. to have like a friend that I didn't even know was listening to the show tell me how great it is it's incredible well
3: like um uh my friend Kevin who was the the director of of Enidonia which is a show I talk about god he's gonna he's gonna hear this Mm -hmm. he's like caught up (laughs) (laughs) but I I didn't I didn't know like I I told him about the show but just like anyone I tell about the show it's like I don't I don't expect him to ever listen yeah but uh he messaged me uh, a few weeks ago and was just like dude i just ripped through the first season and i love this show like (laughs) like it's it's one thing to to find out that your friend listens and likes it and that's great but when you have someone who you kind of look up to a little bit i guess professionally say that you made something great like that that's always good like like that that felt great
0: and just the, just the community in and of itself, the Movies by Minute community, I have met some incredible people. I've bonded with incredible people. I've made friends that I didn't know were out there. It's... It, it's it, I, I keep saying incredible, but it really is.
2: <laughs> well, the exciting part is is uh, you know the movies by minutes. They've been doing a convention for the yeah. last couple years, and it's always been sort of out. Yeah, where out. was it?
1: Like Chicago, it was Colorado, in Portland, this Portland. Year. Yeah.
2: yeah, and then next year, man, summer twenty twenty, they're making their way to Philly. So I feel did like they, dropping, it, they
1: dropping they make, it right in our laps. Did they make the decision? Like it's it's. Oh, it's like,
0: been announced. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. so <laughs> I think I think we're gonna have to be there, and I I feel like that, we might have to do. Some something special for that one. That
1: would be great.
2: Um, I like, really will
1: show up. I would like to do that.
2: <laughs> Gritty versus the Ninja Turtles. What? We should have a cookout here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That'd well, be great. Got, oh, man. Like, a, every, invite everybody detail. over and be like, hey, no, minute that, by minute, people, come to our that's, house. That's <laughs>
0: too... That's too many people. Yeah,
3: as I as I'm saying it out loud, (laughs) I'm like, no, that's a bad idea. You're all uninvited.
1: (laughs) I mean, how many how many people uh, have they have they had uh, to the? uh, Because like the first one was just like I saw I
0: saw a picture. I forget who posted it, but it was a bunch of them at a long picnic table. There must have been at least 20 or 30 people. Yeah,
1: you know what? There's probably a... Yeah. You can <laughs> squeeze that into a house. Come on.
2: All I'm mm-hmm. saying is that we didn't get a chance to do our, you know, Turtle Crew hangs out and records an episode this season. That's so maybe true. something fun could happen next summer. We'll or I don't to,
1: know. We'll have to try harder for the next yeah. one.
2: Um, but let's let's circle back around here. I want to talk about some of those interviews. In our first season, we got to talk to some some pretty awesome people and we don't need to like, you know, go back over that, but we talked to the director of the film, Steve Barron. We talked to Kevin Eastman, we talked to Partners in Crime. Those are sort of the big 3 that had to do with the movie and then over our break, we happened to get a hold of John Dupré, which is my like between that one and you Robbie You were so like, happy. I was geeking out but then once our season started for season two we got lucky and we nabbed francois chow what was what do you guys remember about the francois chow interview and and how do you feel about that
1: Oh man. I, you know, I could have like, like looking back at it, Cause like, um, I, I, uh, I've been meaning to rewatch lost. Like I've been watching the expanse. Like there's so many projects he's been involved in. It's like, I kind of like look back on that opportunity of, to, to get to talk to him. And I was just like, I should have pestered him about so many more things.
2: <laughs>
3: I, I wish we had picked him up later in the season.
1: Yeah. Mm, yeah.
3: True. Because we had a, we had a lot of fun musings about Shredder. About how he didn't get to do anything. And and when we talked to him, I, I don't think we were that we were only a few episodes in,
2: right? Yeah. It was we talked to him very early and I think we saved the episode for a little bit before we released it, yeah. Um but my question there is did the interview
1: influence the way that we analyzed Shredder minutes? It did I think, I think so. Yeah. Otherwise we wouldn't have talked about like how, oh, he took a step and it was hard
3: not to name drop him
1: too like yeah so go there's our
3: friend francois chow you were saying earlier how friendly everyone we're all friends here in the community it's amazing and like like honestly robbie wrist like he's he's the only one that we've really like stayed in touch with i mean uh you've stayed in touch with all of the the
2: yeah, yeah, I've, I've had, uh, you know, John Duprey and Michelin Sisti to a lesser extent. uh, Partners in Crime, we've been in pretty constant, you know, contact with on social media and stuff. But Robbie has been like on Twitter. Robbie's been really good about like really st- actually staying in touch and being communicative. And, you know, he invited me to go on his show in a little bit here. So I think I'm going to try to get on the spoon and oh, promote yeah. get my your, album get your coming song out. There. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so nice. but yeah
3: like i i feel like i interact with him on an almost daily basis yeah it's yeah. weird yeah and um, we're gonna we're gonna see him in a couple of weeks he's gonna yeah. be at a convention at at oaks
2: yeah you we're gotta go into that i'm going to that okay <laughs> plans are made rachel where have you been <laughs> uh, this
0: is this is news to me
3: <laughs> no i i already told him that we would see him there so oh Cool. Um, cool. you we didn't got
0: tell it. me that I so. did we talked about it no
3: we'll take this
2: offline <laughs> <laughs> step outside um I I the Robbie interview blew my mind I like that dude is so high energy and had so much cool information and when you think about it out of all the people we've interviewed I think he might have worked maybe maybe other than uh, uh partners in crime I think he had the least amount of time spent working on these movies <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and he still had so much to say about them, which I found uh, it's a testament to the movies and their longevity and the fandom and all that stuff that he's still even like in that sphere of influence of Ninja Turtles. Like after doing what, six hours of work over three years, 20 years ago, like he's still <laughs> involved and it's awesome. Yeah. Um, Michelin was a sweetheart. Love talking to Michelin. Um and then I think that was that was it. We still have some feelers out. We never got Ernie Reyes Jr. Mm. Oh, I want uh, that so badly. That is going to be talk my to great him. regret.
1: <laughs> I'd have so
2: many questions for Ernie Reyes Jr. <clears throat> not saying that the door is closed. I mean, I would be happy of course, happy to, of course to, to to have a special episode with him. We didn't get Vanilla Ice, sadly. <laughs> I'd like I, to get Peter Laird if it's at all
3: possible. Yeah, I,
2: mm. I, you know, someone reached out with. I don't know if it was an email or something. Someone mentioned something about Peter Laird about, you know, he was doing a convention somewhere and got his info. And I was like, you know what? I just, that dude is so like, I put an email in his blog that he has on like blogger.com or whatever, just saying like, if you'd ever be interested, but that's one guy I don't think I'm going to like hammer the point home on. He seems to really be enjoying sort of his, uh, his time away from the spotlight. But if he ever resurfaces, I'll, uh, I'll drop the hammer.
3: But yeah, we gotta get Ice Man, Ice. If you're listening, come on, <laughs> ease. come on.
0: But we know a guy that knows him, or no, no, we know a guy that knows a guy that knows him. Yes.
2: Okay. Interesting. So. I think it's time to call in that favor, guys. I tried. Uh, the, I got a
3: home phone number. Oh. I was like, oh. I'm not calling his house. That's, that's like that's not, cool. not a thing I'm gonna do. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't his home phone number. It was his. I think it was like his mailing address. Weird. I was like. I was like, wait, you couldn't get me an email address, but you can get me where the man lives. That's- <laughs> it's like, I don't need this information. Yeah, In we- fact, uh, cut this out. I don't, I don't want <laughs> anyone to know that I know this information.
2: Um, all right. Let Talk me make a note. To- I'll make a note to edit that out. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> um- no,
3: I don't actually have his mailing address. I was
2: offered. I was like, I'm not going to take that. Yeah, That's yeah, ridiculous. No. Um, and and I, I'm kind of brings us to the end here man it was it was a heck of a ride i've really enjoyed doing this with you guys again uh this podcast is it's so much fun to do it's so much work and by the end of it again i find myself wanting to like jump off a building yeah <laughs> um but in the best possible way i'm ready for a break i think you guys are ready for a break yeah you know, you know what it really hit me
3: um uh corelli and or scott corelli and uh and oh my Zach, god where they posted on on the dueling genre private group that we're on that they were finished recording episodes of Spider-Man 3.
1: That's, they got started <laughs> like insane. what 3 months ago?
3: I was like I was like, "Oh my god, they're finished?" Like,
2: we're we're like, "What?"
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: well, that 3-month hiatus in the middle didn't help us. Oh, no, yeah. but like we- that was
1: we were making pretty good time for a while (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's when the
3: stress like hit me like a load of bricks of like oh my god this
2: took way too long um so you know i have to say thank you to our fans thank you to our listeners everyone that's left a comment or uh, a positive review or anything tweeted at us or Instagrammed us showed us something cool that was turtle related like all the guests that we had on Back Issues, I think Back Issues was an awesome addition to kind of our feed this year. So that thank was you. Fun. Sophie Campbell and Dave Avaloni and Taylor Esposito. Uh, Ralph from Cake Boss was on there. Thanks to Ralph. Ralph turned out to be awesome. I got to hang yeah. out with Ralph this year. That was super cool. I'm still jealous of that.
1: Well, you're going to hmm.
2: meet Robbie Wrist, and I can be jealous of that. So <laughs> one of these days we'll trade. Fine.
1: <laughs> um, trade podcast but friends.
2: I, I have to end it with this. We each have some different irons in the fire for some different podcasts after this one. Are we going to come back at some point and do a Ninja Turtles 3? Chris. <sighs> oh, God. Mm.
1: <laughs> Coming to a decision.
3: Oh, God. Adam, what do you oh. think? Yeah, I guess so. I, I, I think if you're asking me now... <laughs> Yeah. No, this the a answer bad is a, a straight up like rubber stamp. No, but like oh. uh, get, ask me again in like 2025. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm kidding. I mean, like, yes, but I need a very long
1: break. Some, a break. Yeah, we got to take some time. Rachel, your thoughts?
0: Yeah, my. I'm on the same page as Adam. Like if you told me we were starting <laughs> next week, I'd be like,
2: Oh no.
1: I, I would fly up to New York and kill Hell
0: to the no. There
3: would be a Rachel shaped hole in the wall. Yeah,
0: because I love you all, but I am sick of you all,
2: and I mean that Aww. in the nicest way possible. It's, I take it in the nicest way possible. Well, you know we've we've talked about it, and we're I think we agreed at at minimum I think we're going to take a year off from Turtles.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and we had sort of toyed with the idea, and we haven't decided on it. So don't quote me on it. When we come back for Turtles three. Seeing as we're already only recording three minutes a week, we might release them three times a week instead of daily to sort of make it a little easier on the crew as far as scheduling goes. So we might do Turtles three, uh, three minutes a week, that kind of thing, you know, and uh, maybe we won't kill each other. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Rachel will get to sleep. Maybe you'll finish your house. Who knows? (sighs) By the time we start that podcast, you might have an entirely new house. My Maybe kids are well, going Maybe yes. I'll
0: start on the mountain of craft projects I have. Built Turtles 3 downstairs. Minute,
2: the uh, the college fund edition for Chris's children. <laughs> 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 um. Well, I think that wraps it up, everyone. Unless anyone's got anything else they want to say. This nah, is our last man. chance. No.
1: No, I'm so good. <laughs>
2: Well, make sure, as always, you guys head to tmntminute.com. If anything comes along during our hiatus, it'll be there. A lot of Ninja Turtley things have happened over the past year or two since we've started this show. Uh, and if anything exciting happens we will probably have something to say about it so you know it might just be a special episode but keep your eye on it Uh, I'd like uh, to
3: keep doing back issues now and again too. yeah
2: absolutely Uh, make sure you guys head to DuelingGenre.com to keep up with all the podcasts over there make sure you are following Adam uh, at Tales from the Short Box and uh, that'll be on Dueling Genre and they already have an Instagram page that's at Mm -hmm. last week's comics on Instagram and Twitter at last week's comics. Okay. Rachel, uh, what are you gonna be up to next?
0: Absolutely nothing.
2: And Rachel's gonna be having an extended nap.
0: <laughs> Adam and I are working on something. I don't want to announce it just yet. I announced yep. it in the private dueling genre group, but that's as far as I'm gonna go. Yeah,
1: so you'll you'll be here in Rachel again. Chris, what about you? I got some things tucked away in my back pocket, but nothing I want to talk about. God, we're all in that same
2: boat. Me yeah. too. <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, um, I, think, I think
2: I'm think i closer.
3: I was supposed to have an episode ready for, like, Wednesday, but I don't think that's happening. Mm. But uh, probably in the next week or so, uh, keep your ears out for Tales from the Short Box. Again, that's at last week's comics.
2: Yeah, we can do that. And uh, one final time for the crew here at Ninja Turtles Minute season two ladies and gentlemen it's a wrap it's been a wonderful second time around we will see you guys i don't know sometime in the future or the past bye everybody <laughs> bye.
0: Bye.
1: bye hey hey you guys you guys you guys hey yeah do it with me yeah One, ready two three Caca- oh, that was a, that was a mess. That was yeah, that's a mess. I made
3: funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Life is too short for crap pizza.